There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Neal the rebound. Kevin Alley brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for three. Over the rebound for his ninth. 18 points, nine rebounds, six oh. assists. From oh, oh, oh the chicken! Double time! Miles Turner! Yeah! Welcome to the NBA, my friend! Turner sets the screen. Oh, Whoa. Oh, oh, no! Oh, no. Right Don't let him throw it down like that! Victor on the deep Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod Podcast. Welcome to a special edition podcast episode of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. My name is Chris Cook, and to switch it up on you guys today, not sitting next to me as always, just have Jake Light sitting here next to me today. Eric Hawk is currently at the Pacers game. In a suite. In a suite. We didn't get the invite, apparently, so... uh, If someone gets hurt... Hawk is never going to a suite again. That's right. He went to the uh, game where Oladipo got hurt. So if someone gets hurt in this Clippers game here today, he is banned from that suite. So uh, big episode here today. NBA trade deadline was uh, a few hours ago as we're recording this. Uh, A lot of big deals went down, but we're just going to start right at the top. I'm going to uh, just go over all these trades with you. You're going to tell me what you think about them, even the trades that weren't today, just every single trade that has went down. Oh, okay. Let's get it. Let's get it on. So let's start. uh, First trade. We already touched on this uh, a few podcasts ago. Mavericks and Knicks. Porzingis, Hardaway Jr., Courtney Lee, and Trey Burke to the Mavericks. Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, Wes Matthews, who's going to be a Pacer here soon, uh, and two future first-round picks to the Mavericks. I don't want you to give me much details on that trade, but was that the biggest trade of the deadline in your eyes? Uh, yeah, I think there's, I think that's that's going to have the most impact on the NBA long term. Uh, you know, Porzingis going to Ma- the Mavericks. Uh, that's obviously huge for Lucas prospects going forward another running mate and then just the Knicks clearing all that ca- salary cap space obviously they got rid of Wes Matthews who um you know well I'm sure we'll talk about that later but big move for the Pacers to get him if that does become official and then those two first round picks you never know with uh Porzingis how injury prone he is it might work out well for the Knicks but I like the deal for both sides Next up, a few days ago as well, the Blazers got Rodney Hood. I know how you feel about him. Cavaliers get Wade Baldwin, Nick Stauskas, and two second-round picks. Uh, that's a wash of a trade. We don't need to spend much time talking about that. Yeah, uh, it's definitely not a wash of a trade. Yeah, uh, it's a wash of a trade. Moving Rod- on. No, give me a sec here. Give me a sec with Rodney Hood. Uh, I'm just I'm just kidding. It's not a huge deal by any means, but I do think Rodney Hood could provide some scoring off the bench for Portland. And uh, he has some playoff experience, uh, obviously playing with the Cavs. So uh, could be a nice little move there for Portland, who they traded the guys that uh, no one really wants, including the Pacers. Yeah, interesting story on those two. They've been traded 
one, two, three times, and then now they're released. So uh, in like three or four days, they were on three different teams, four different teams, starting with the uh, Blazers. Can you imagine? How would you feel, Chris? <laughs> you you literally think you're you're moving lives. I mean, you're moving your life like four different times. Well, it's even crazier that the same guy with him got traded. So the two same guys are getting traded in the same deal. Do you think they knew not to like move to that next city? Oh, yeah. They were definitely – okay. Definitely I, at home the entire time. Jesus, I couldn't imagine the whirlwind. I thought we thought for sure Stauskas was going to stick on the Pacers too, but we'll talk. Thank later. God he didn't. So, next up, uh, I can't say his name. We touched on this on around the association. Lakers get Reggie Bullock. Detroit get uh, that one guy with the weird name and a second round pick. <laughs> I can't say his name. Sorry, I'm not even going to try. I, I think he, the guy that went to Kansas. Yeah, good move for the Lakers to get another shooter to put outside uh, with LeBron. His obvious, you know, playmaking skills. So I don't think we have to hit on that one too much. Just another shooter for LeBron to play with. I'm not going to even talk about this one, but we'll mention it. Sixers get Malak. It's Malachi Richardson, right? Yeah. Uh, rights to Amir. Prezic. See, we don't even prepare pronunciation before we dive into the second round pick. Raptors get cash considerations. Who cares? Uh, this one we touched on already. Suns get Tyler Johnson and Wayne Ellington. The Heat got Ryan Anderson. I don't really understand that trade, but I saw that the uh, Suns are going to buy out Wayne Ellington, so he will be a free agent. And I think the Pacers may or may not have another space left. Yeah, well... Uh, I actually just a couple of minutes ago it kind of came out breaking that uh, the Pistons were really pushing to, to get Wayne Ellington. Not sure why they are all in on trying to get a shooter. I, I don't think they have much of a future this year. So um, I, I don't know what the heck's going on. I, I don't know why anybody would ever trade for Ryan Anderson, but I'm guessing maybe they were just trying to get out of that Tyler Johnson contract and now they can just kind of uh, wave Ryan Anderson and move on. Um, Pelicans receive Markeith Morris. And a second-round pick, Wizards get Wesley Johnson. You're trading crap for more crap, crap in that deal. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather have Markeith, but uh, at the end of the day, he's going to the Pelicans that are they're just going to go down in a fiery pit just a little bit more and more every single day. Um, i just seen where Anthony Davis said he wants to play every game, no rest. He just wants to play the rest this year out and see what happens. And you know as well as I do, the chance of him playing every single game without getting injured Zero. Very little. Very little. He There's kills gonna be a lot of load, lineups at least load management with him for sure. Yes. Uh, next up, deal came out last night. Were we recording? I can't remember if this came out before then, but the Bulls received Otto Porter Jr. <laughs> oh, that was my Alexa app. She's in the background. Apparently she thought I said her name. Anyways, the Bulls got Otto <laughs> Porter Jr., Wizards get Jabari Parker. They get Jabari Parker and Bobby Portis. Excuse me, Alexa kind of threw me off there. Yeah, uh, Alexa, I was a little freaked out. I thought it was my cell phone. I didn't want to get yelled at, so I'm glad it was you. But uh, you said her name again. Just keep talking. (laughs) Okay, so Bobby Portis, I think that's an interesting piece for Washington. I really like the way he plays. Uh, They get out of that Otto Porter contract. I think the Otto Porter contract's terrible. Uh, The Bulls fans were trying to play it off. Well, we can't get any free agents. So Otto Porter's probably, at best, on a good team, probably the fourth best option. So now he's going to go. I guess we're going to see what he's all about. Um, It's not a bad running mate to go with Levine, uh, Laurie, and Wendell Carter, but... At They're the still the day, bad. I'm I'm not too scared of the Bulls still. That doesn't move the needle at all for them. 
All right, another one that came out. Harrison Barnes traded to the Kings. He actually played last night. There was bad reports that came out that he had no idea the trade was coming. He knew it was coming. He chose to play. LeBron had that stupid-ass Instagram post. He's always got to stick his nose in business when people are getting mistreated in his eyes, which, I mean, I understand how some players get mistreated, but, my God, he is such a drama queen. He tells his own players to stay off social media after they get their ass beat by 42 points, and then he lives on it. Anyways, Harrison Barnes willingly played last night got traded to the Sacramento Kings in return the Mavericks received Justin Jackson and Zach Randolph the Mavericks uh, or yeah the Mavericks obviously just wanting to get rid of his salary there he's not in the future plans yeah just speaking of that LeBron thing though that wasn't about Harrison Barnes at all that was that was a selfish move on his part trying to justify why he's made moves in the past and it was just I just can't stand LeBron. It was just bad. Like, maybe you should worry about your own team, bucko, because you guys aren't competing for jack shit right now. So, uh, yeah, LeBron, it's just bad stuff. Just just, just keep it to yourself, dude. Maybe just try to lead the, the guys that need leading because uh, you just got your ass kicked in, Indiana, in Indianapolis. So, um, yeah, I, I think I like this deal for Sacramento. Uh, Harrison Barnes is still a, wing, a decent wing player. He's not worth his contract, but, again, who are the Sacramento Kings going to get that's better? They're actually kind of semi-competing for a playoff spot. Uh, for Dallas, you move on. You get Zach Randolph, who you're going to try to buy out. And then um, Justin Jackson, he's an appealing shooting uh, shooting piece for uh, Luka to play with this year. And uh, maybe he uh, he can take the next step and, and maybe be a low-end starter for the Mavericks next year. You never know. He's still a young player. He plays hard. He can play some defense. So, I you know, I get the deal from both sides. All right, this one's a long one, uh, so stick with me. Three-team trade. Rockets received Iman Shumpert. Nick Stauskas and Wade Baldwin, to be continued on those two. A second-round pick. The Kings received Alec Burks and a second-round pick. And the Cavaliers received Marquise Chris. His trade demand gets uh, gets uh, granted by the uh, Rockets. Brandon Knight, first-round pick and a second-round pick. So not too bad for the Cavaliers there, I think. Yeah, I think the Cavs, they get a first-round pick. Um, they had to take on the Brandon Knight contract. He's not a terrible player, but his contract is god-awful. Uh, so they took the first-round pick, going to pay that salary. I think I, that trade works out for all three. Yeah, I think it works out for all three. I think the best player in the deal is Alec Burks. I really like I like his game a lot. He's not going to score a ton, but he can just do a little bit of everything. Uh, and I think it's a, I think it's a nice little deal for everybody, and uh, definitely understand why people would want Nick Stauskas and uh, Wade Baldwin as much as they do. They're just hot commodities on this uh, on this uh, special episode. Speaking of next trade, Pacers receive Wade Baldwin and Nick Stauskas. Also, they receive a second round draft pick um, and cash considerations, and then right away they cut both of them. So they're helping Houston out. Uh, Houston probably just calling around wanting to get rid of some uh, money, and they took her second-round pick along with it and then just cut both of them. Yeah, so this was pretty easy. I actually like this move for the Pacers. We were convinced that they were going to keep Stauskas. I mean, he kind of fits the mold of a Indiana Pacer guy that we're looking at. He's he's a guy that can shoe, but ultimately we cut him, and in the process we also lose I.E.K., uh, uh, Big Ike, and so it's going to be sad. But R.I.P. Hawkness Monsters. Yeah. If you're, if you're listening, Hawk. Hawk, I'm so sorry. I know this hurts you so much. So you're probably trying to forget as we speak in, in that suite. So um, I just I like it. I like the move. It's a bold move by the Pacers. Uh, they we had to trade one of our overseas stashes who I've never heard of in my whole life. So we basically just got a second round pick for free. 
Yep. And even maybe even some cash, but it makes it makes a lot of sense for Houston. Now they're staying under the luxury tax, uh, so now they can go after a couple of guys that are that are going to be bought out here pretty soon. Uh, next up, Pelicans and the Bucks. I thought this was a very good trade for the Bucks. Pelicans send out uh, Jason, or they receive Jason Smith, Stanley Johnson, and uh, second round picks, a bunch of crap. And the Bucks get Nikola Miritich. Huge trade for the Bucks. Uh, I think Miritich is perfect. You gotta if you're Giannis, you have to love what this front office is doing. You're getting him shooters. These other guys are just. I mean, you got Middleton now, Miritich. I feel like they just made another deal. I, th- I feel like they. Who's the other three point shooter they have? Uh, Bledsoe can shoot a little bit. They got yeah. I mean, uh, they got oh, er, er, they got Urson. He's yeah. a stretch four. I mean, they got shooters galore. Brooke Lopez for Giannis. Even even Brooke Lopez. I mean, my God, they can all shoot. So I think the Bucks are do- have done a great job. I get I get what the Pelicans are doing. They're obviously kind of going into a little minor tank. Um, even though they have Anthony Davis still. Um, they haven't really won with him before, so it doesn't really matter. So I like picking up four second-round picks. I know it's kind of a wash. I don't get why more teams don't just trade those second-round picks. But for a team like the Pelicans, who are obviously going to be in rebuild mode at, uh, when summer starts this year, uh, that's just more draft capital maybe some pieces to move later. Next up, probably the biggest name getting traded, Mark Gasol goes to the Toronto Raptors in return. The Grizzlies receive uh, Jonas Valanciunas, DeLon Wright, C.J. Miles and a second-round draft pick. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Marcus All obviously is not what he was, but he's, thirty-four, and he's got a twenty-five million-dollar player option at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, season. and he's going to accept that. 100%. Oh yeah, percent. Um, he's just not what he was. I, I don't know how that's really going to work for Toronto. I know for sure. They already I'm, have two bigs. I'm so happy that we don't have to face Valanciunas in the playoffs. He always murders the Pacers. That was kind of the resounding theme of our group chat. So. Um, I get why I get why Memphis did this. I actually like DeLon Wright. I think he could be a potential low-end starter at point guard in the league. Uh, and I really thought that was going to be a precursor to a Mike Conley trade that never festered. But overall, I obviously, even though he's older, even though the salary is kind of crappy, I think Toronto obviously got the best player in the deal. And they're also starting a tank, and I think Jaron Jackson's about to take off super yeah. quickly here. Maybe him tonight. Uh, next up, Clippers. Uh, actually, the next two we won't even spend much time on. Clippers receive Garrett Temple, Jamichael Green, and Grizzlies get Avery Bradley. Straight salary dump for Bradley. Save a few mil uh, next Next year. up, uh, Blazers and Kings. Caleb Swanigan gets traded to the Kings for Scal uh, Lubis. I can never say the last Scal Labissier or whatever. That is a Spider-Man, Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man type meme there. Yeah, there's no, meme, so. no, no one really benefits from that trade. No. It's just a trade to do a trade. Next up, this trade we will talk about. Lakers receive Mike Muscala. In return, they sent to the Clippers, they send out Michael Beasley and Ivaka Zubak. I thought this was a terrible trade for the Los Angeles Lakers. Absolutely god-awful. Zubak has... He's he's a proven young talent. He's had some really good games. Sure, he kind of looks like Lurch. I can't help that. I mean, he looks like Lurch. 
It looks like he could be straight out of the Adams family, but it doesn't matter. Uh, he's by far, by far the best player in this deal. Maybe he was one of the young players who was causing some causing some crap. That's the only way this would make I sense. I highly doubt that. It, well, maybe. I Yeah, I mean, I just that's the only way I think this trade makes any sense for the Lakers. You get rid of Be- Beasley. The guy probably can barely even speak English. Right, well, it, be, getting rid of Beasley as well, that's what I'm saying. Like Beasley was obviously probably a locker room problem. I mean, he's just been a kind of a head case wherever he goes. And then you bring in Muscala, who we joked around yesterday, I believe. We said he was the big piece in the 76ers Clippers deal from a couple days ago. Um, and But he can shoot, so I guess you're giving LeBron another shooter. I don't think this moves the needle for the Lakers at all. Next up, kind of a big deal here from our first-round draft pick in 2017. Markel Fultz gets traded from the Philadelphia 76ers to the Orlando Magic. In return, the Sixers receive Jonathan Simmons, a first-round pick, from the OKC Thunder and a second round pick that was owned by the Cleveland Cavaliers. What are your thoughts? I really wanted I wanted Fultz uh, for the Pacers, uh, just as a low end guy. I'm actually surprised they got a first round pick, but I mean, if you're Orlando, it's clear why you do this. I mean, this is your like I said with the Pacers, this is a shot to you know, kind of resurrect this guy's career. I mean, everyone thought he was James Harden 2.0. Then he gets hurt, got some mental issues. Uh, in basketball, he's not like some crazy dude, but um, they they had to give up Simmons. He's a decent piece, um, nothing great by any means. So I I just thought maybe the Pacers could have got in there. In fact, uh, what what was the guy's name who was like I I'm hearing the Pacers could be doing something. We got super excited. Remember that on Twitter he he said something about Orlando and then he Stephen Kyler yeah Steve okay and so he mentioned I don't know do you think maybe the Pacers were in on Fultz? No, I don't think he really knew. Okay, so we're just assuming the Pacers are we're just being talked about. But still, I mean, that piqued our interest there for a couple hours for sure. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, it's only his second year in the league. So this, I mean, it's it's you hate to say it, but maybe this is one of his. He'll probably get on another team after this if he struggles. But this is definitely like the last draw for him. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, crazy to say that for pick. a second year Jason guy. Tatum, Jason Tatum was picked after him. In fact, they even got an extra first-round pick just to move off of Fultz. Can you imagine? Yeah. Next up, crap for crap, no time spent on this. Hawks receive uh, Shelvin Mack. Grizzlies send out. Grizzlies receive Tyler Dorsey. Who cares? Don't nobody. All right. Next up, this one was a few from a few days ago. Mike Muscala. We're talking about him again. He was traded to the Lakers, but the Clippers received Mike Muscala, Wilson Chandler, Landry Shamet, two first round picks, and two future second round draft picks from the Sixers. In return, they received Tobias Harris, Boban, and Mike Scott. I almost said Michael Scott, Dunder yes. Mifflin Paper Company. There, Michael Scott. I love it. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, so basically the 76ers gave up Landry Schmidt, who's a young guy who could be a solid add for the Clippers. Probably a low-end starter, high-end bench guy on a, on a good team. Uh, really good team, probably playoff team. Obviously the Clippers are not that team yet. You get two first-round picks, that's huge, and you get all of that, and you get rid of Scott's two-year deal, um... And it, Tobias wasn't going to resign. They didn't want to give him the max. So I think it's a win-win deal. I, I wish Tobias would have went to another team. 
just because I think he could get lost in the shuffle a little bit. That's what I'm thinking. That's what uh, I'm, I'm just thinking. scared. I'm scared. He seems like he he's like a low end Jimmy Butler. It sounds weird. He is a low end Jimmy. He's Butler. He's a bargain bin Jimmy yeah, Butler. That's exactly what it is. And I really want him for the Pacers. I hope the Pacers make a run on him this summer. But I just don't know how it's going to work out for him. Um, the next two final trades. Another who cares? Nets receive Greg Monroe and a second round pick. Raptors get cash considerations. It's really depre- disappointing when you or depressing when you get traded for cash considerations. Yes. And uh, Sixers receive James Ennis from the Rockets and the rights. Rockets receive the rights to swap a 2021 second round draft pick. Just so, more of the salary dump, kind of why. I they believe there were over Pacers. 20 trades. Uh, the Pacers in their news today, moving on from the trades, uh, the New York Knicks, and there's going to be a bunch of buyouts here. A bunch of players are still going to be on the move here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, if they're bought out by March 1st, then they can play in the playoffs this year. So uh, the New York Knicks bought out Enos Cantor. He's now a free agent, and also Wesley Matthews was bought out, and he is planning to sign with the Indiana Pacers once he clears waivers. What do you think about the move? Obviously, nobody's getting their hopes up and saying the Pacers are going to make a deep run in the playoffs, but I think he feels a really big void the Pacers need the next few months. Oh, yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's great. I think what, what, a, what a deal. I mean, we, we brought him up a couple weeks ago, Wes Matthews. We all said, yes, absolutely, we would take him on this team. He's a perfect fit. Um, we get him in here. I think he's only on. I think he's on the last year of his deal. Maybe we yes. make a big impact on him, and he could be that shooter. I, I think he's gonna start. Oh no, there's no way he doesn't start. Yeah, I think he's gonna start. Tyreek will go back to the bench. Yeah, I think it's perfect. We get rid of Tyreek next year. All of a sudden, maybe Wes Matthews. If we don't get another big name guy, maybe we could sign him to a little contract. Maybe something like McDermott got. Maybe even not even that long. Of a, of a contract in terms of the length and duration. But, man, we get another shooter. It feels really good. He's going to be a beloved member of the Indiana Pacers. He's a 3 and D guy. We've been preaching it for weeks, and we got him. I, I love it. Just love it. Absolutely love it. And, but I'm not going to go overboard until it's officially official. Uh, we've already shot our shot in his DMs trying to get him on. Yep. Um, and we've been shooting shots all over the place. I love it. But um, th- that's that's the way it goes. I mean, I was surprised that we became the front runners for him uh, because obviously we're I think we're, it's we're mostly because the name McMillan. He has history there, and he wants playing time. Yeah. So he is playing for a contract next year. If he goes to the Warriors – Sure, he's going to win a ring, which, you know, that's very important, but maybe not as important to him as securing money on his next contract. Uh, This is his real last chance to, you know, get a decent contract to get in the NBA. I think he's 30, maybe a few years older than that. So uh, he's playing the rest of the season out so he can get a decent deal going next season with Pacers or whoever team may want to, you know, sign him. Yeah. I mean, he wants to play. We have playing time. And like I said, man, I would love I would love to keep him keep him around. He's another guy that can just really light it up. I mean, we all know he his resume speaks for itself in terms of three points. And if it shooting. doesn't work out, he's off the team in two or three months. So yeah. I mean it's it's not like you know, we're not gonna make a deep run. Pacers aren't going to make it to the NBA finals now. But this will make games a lot easier to watch to oh, finish 100%. out the season. Uh Will Stink for Sumner and Aaron Holiday will take away from some of their minutes. I was kind of surprised the Pacers didn't. Maybe they were making calls, but at least look at moving one of those point guards so Holiday could get more minutes going forward. Did you see the point guard position? Did you see Nate McMillan's quote? 
What was that? He someone asked specifically, you know, what the addition of Wes Matthews would do to Sumner and Holiday's minutes, and all he said was, "We just want to win games." So, I mean, is that a shot at those guys? I mean, I, I didn't hear the exact way he Holiday's said it. Holiday's going to get minutes over Sumner, but I've been impressed with the both of them. Sumner's shooting has been down. He shot one in the Lakers game, but he's a young guy. I mean. He was playing in the G League for a reason. He's still developing. So, I mean, uh, I think maybe they'll either convert him into a his two – I think they might convert his two-way contract and maybe he takes the last roster spot. I'm assuming that's what's going to happen. But, yeah, he's not going to get much playing time for the rest of the season going forward. But we saw there was flashes there, at least mostly on the defensive end for Sumner. With, with this addition of Wes Matthews, now we watch – Every game. So, with the addition of Matthews, do you think this maybe do we do we just put McDermott on the bench? Is he going to play just because of the contract? Or I mean, would you like to see he's playing? Would you like to see though Sumner get some minutes? Maybe split some of those fifteen. Absolutely. Minutes what does Doug McDermott do if he's not making shots? I want any Pacers fan to answer that question for me. You can message us, call me, give me a call, we'll talk about it. What does Doug McDermott do on the court <laughs> he's so pissed. if he's not making shots? Oh. He's I'm going Jeremy on this. Like I'm I, I've been in a love hate relationship with McDermott. The guy just I, defensively total liability. Absolute liability. The <laughs> and guy he tries so hard. He tries so hard and I feel bad. He couldn't guard a trash can. Uh <laughs> And the fact that he can't make three-point shots at home, he's shooting like 20-something percent at home for the three-point line, shooting over 40% away. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, yeah, if if he's not making shots, his ass needs to be on the bench. Plain and simple. I get to Sumner out there to play defense. That's me speaking as a fan. (laughs) I wish you guys could see. There's so much hate in his face. I mean, he was staring at this mic with a vengeance. Um, but I completely agree. I mean, what are we doing with McDermott? It was a bad contract. We knew as soon as he signed it, I was a little disappointed. So. When he's missing shots, we refer to him as McAsshole. Yes, McAsshole. Perfect. Love it. That's what his name is. Right. One other thing I want to bring up before we do wrap it up. Actually, two more things. Uh, first one, Pacers related. The Pelicans are doing all these deals, oh, yeah. and they trade Miritich. Randall's going to opt out. I believe he's got a player option, so he's not coming back. They're going to trade Anthony Davis in the summer. There's no doubt about that. He will not be a Pelican next season. Somebody's got to make a run for Drew Holiday. They're not going to pay him the rest of his contract. They're going to rebuild. They want to get rid of him. Wouldn't it be wise for the Pacers to make a call in the summer? I thought they should have done it today for Drew Holiday. Because here's my point. The Pacers will never... In the next three to four years, they will not sign a player who is better than Drew Holiday. Still only 28 years old, averages over 20 points a game, great on the defensive end. Yeah, he makes $25 million a year, but Mike Conley made $35 million, and you guys wanted to trade for him. Am I stupid? No. Drew Holiday is a better player. I would do anything for Drew Holiday. I was putting trade packages together. I was doing everything possible. Surely we made that call. I have too much faith in Kevin Pritchard. And... You know, Kevin didn't get back with us. You know, I, I tweeted yeah. that out last on, night. Um, gave him the opportunity to ask us any questions. He did not come to us, so uh, we would have we would have definitely been begging him just to check out that market uh, for Drew Holiday. I would have paid the iron price for Drew Holiday. Oh yeah, I mean, I would have paid. Up. They need expiring deals. I would have gave first round picks. 
I would have gave, you know, young guys throwing Sumner, TJ Leaf, some combination. I don't want to give up Aaron. I mean, I would give first-round picks galore, make the salaries match, because the Pelicans are going to move off him. If it's not in the summer, it's going to be at the trade deadline. A team that's tanking is not going to pay a 30 29-, 30-year-old guy $25 million a year for the next three to four years. They're not going to do it. It makes no sense. They will trade him. Pacers need to make the move. They will not find anybody to sign that is willing to sign in Indiana that's as good as Drew Holiday. Oh, my gosh. I just wanted that deal so bad. When that What was that guy's name? Steven Kyler? Yes. When he said that, he just said, you know, watch out for the Pacers. That's basically all he said. And I was just, in my heart, I was like, my gosh, we got to go after Drew Holiday. Everyone else was talking Conley. We were just begging for Drew Holiday. And just obviously it never came to fruition. I don't know. I, I, Pacer fans hear Drew Holiday and it's like they think that Mike Conley is better. No, maybe Mike Conley has more of a re- name recognition, but Holiday and is a the baller, Indiana dude. ties. I get that. I mean, he's a baller, dude. Holiday also has Indiana ties. His wife is from here. So Boom. That's what you don't know. You don't um, know what you don't know, people. Last thing, know. and then we'll finish up. Anthony Davis, not traded. We just mentioned that. How do you think that plays out in the summer? I I just I don't see how he doesn't go to Boston. Maybe the New York Knicks. They get. He's got to go to Boston. He's not going. He, there's no way he can go to L.A. now. No, I don't think you can because uh, they offered starts. the best deal they possibly could, and they're not going to offer that in the summer. I don't feel like. Maybe they should just trade LeBron for him. Yeah. That would be hilarious. That would be I hilarious. I would just crack my ass up. Shout out to LeVar Ball. He's he's really annoying. But shout out to LeVar Ball. He came out of the woodworks. Oh, my God. That was great. I heard I'm not it. saying the Pelicans were going to do the deal regardless, but LeVar Ball did his very best to make sure it didn't happen. He said the most outrageous <laughs> stuff. The fact that he thinks that his three sons, if they went to the Phoenix Suns, would have won a championship. He is the most delusional idiot on the pl- face of the planet. He doesn't believe what he's saying. He's obviously doing it for notoriety, but my God, he is so stupid if he actually believes that. He literally, he said to Skip Bayless that Lonzo is better than LeBron James. Yeah. Truly meant it. And the fact that these networks put him on there, Jason McIntyre, where are you at? Why are you allowing this at your network? Why? I don't get it. But he also said stuff. He basically dissed LeBron. They were, you know, Shannon Sharp was going after him. Shout out, Shannon. I usually don't like you, but he was just going after him. He was like, Lonzo can't even shoot 40% from the free throw line. And then he don't need to. Well, that's exactly what he don't need to until the clutch. And he's like, and Kyle then, Kuzma. And, no, and then he mentioned LeBron. He was like, LeBron don't make free throws either. So yeah. then he's just making it so much worse for Lonzo. LeVar Ball's never done a thing in his life. He's living through his sons. And they're not even that good. The, the youngest one I've heard is the best one, but he's still not. Uh, gonna... He didn't play any defense. No, he th- those three on a team together would not work. But I would love to see it. It would be great TV. Dude, if you do that, you hire Lavar Ball as the coach to prove a point. Oh yeah, because you know it would go you down want him a to fiery go pit of hell. Win zero games, it would be great. He said Luke Walton's the worst coach of the NBA. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Hell no. And but Luke Walton's going to suffer the consequences. He won't be the Lakers coach next. He year. also said that Magic Johnson has no power with the Lakers. He did That's, say that. He's he's just. I don't know why the Lakers would hold on to Lonzo at this point. I'd trade him for a box of socks. I would trade him to. Let's you, see here. No, I would trade him see. Charlotte Hornets. No, not even that. I mean, you could say Indiana because no, no, no. Send him to the Sacramento Kings. We where don't he want can him back up. No, I don't want him to stay in Cali. But yeah, that's a good idea. Send him to Toronto. Make make Lavar go to Canada. Oh, 
Make I, him go to Canada. I like that. A Deport lot. him there or something. I don't know. Anyways, where, where else could we send him? Yeah, you don't want to send Orlando him Magic. You could Ooh, send him there, but Orlando. not Florida. Um, he said that New Orleans was cold, and I'm pretty sure it was like 60 or 70 degrees today, from what I heard. He's he doesn't know what's he's, going on. Blithering. Send him to Seattle. Trick him and just say that he's going to the team in Seattle. Uh, I don't know that. Chicago, that's a big market. You don't want to send him there. Send, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, send him to Minnesota. That would that be perfect. Good, maybe even Detroit. Or Detroit. It gets very cold there. I would say Indiana, but we don't want him. We Indiana don't. would be terrible for LeVar Ball. He would and hate it here. The bad part is, I would take Alonzo, the skill guy. Or the Cavs. Yeah. Oh, send him to the Cavs. Yeah. For Colin Sexton, straight no chaser. I'd do it. Oh, if, yeah. I were, if I were the Lake, I would trade him for anything right now. I would not hold on to him. Right. Okay. But, all right. You have anything else? No. Are we doing calls today? We are doing calls. Oh. Okay. I'm just excited. Did J Dub message us? Yes, he did. Oh. Just one moment. Baby boy, what are you doing? I'd like to take a second to tell you about our new friends from Tick Splits, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained services charges, at Tick Splits. The price you see and the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. Go to TickSplits.com and enter promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com, promo code ARMCHAIR. TickSplits, guaranteed seats, guaranteed emotions. Hey, this is uh, Stevie Jr. calling. Um... About the uh, about today, you know, being the trade deadline and everything. Uh, I personally don't think the Pacers will make any moves, and I'm talking at 11:45, so I got three hours to go. Well, a little over three hours to go, so we'll see. But if they do, it'll probably be something minimal, like maybe Kyle Quinn or some into the bench rotation player that's on an expiring deal that might try to trade for a pick or another play on an expiring deal just to sure up the rotation a little bit. Um, I'm kind of glad they didn't do the Mike Conley trade. I think they might still be in talks about it. Who really knows? Um, I just think giving up all that much for a player who's, you know, he's having a great year, but he is 31 years old. If they were going to trade for that much, they should really go after a younger player, maybe like Drew Holiday or Something like that, just to, and he'd be a perfect fit for him and Oladipo. That'd be the best defending backcourt in the whole NBA. Um, also, your favorite chain restaurant, um, mine has to be Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, I like wings too. Um, where I live, there's no Hooters, unfortunately. Um, so I've, I've never been to one yet. Um, so Buffalo Wild Wings is my favorite. The one where I live, it uh, it's got this uh. It's just it's got this uh, outside patio that has like a million TVs in it, so that's cool. But no, I don't think the Pacers will do anything at the at the deadline. And I mean, if they trade Aaron Holiday away, which that'd be fine if it's a good trade. But I and Pritch we trust, so we'll see what he does. Well, Stevie, uh, you were semi correct. The only move we made, you know, in terms of trades, was just basically letting Houston. Uh, clear out their salary cap. We're kind of their colon cleanser, actually. Uh, we allow them just to c- 
come in and dump their waste uh, on our roster, and then we just get a second round pick out of it. So uh, you were semi right. I really love the take on Drew Holiday. Uh, he would be perfect with Oladipo. My gosh, we'd just defend the crap out of opposing teams' backcourt. So. Uh, front court, sorry, and it it would just be it would be huge for us, and, and obviously it didn't happen. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say we at least asked, but uh, I think the West Matthews deal is just as good as a trade. Um, and maybe we knew that we were getting West Matthews before this. Maybe that's why we weren't as aggressive on some of those other guys that we we were kind of wondering what the heck. Why are we not in on some of these deals, like Miratek, for example? All right, moving on to our next call. Hey guys, it's Comments Dude. What's going on? Um, just uh, commenting in here. Um, loved what little we did uh, with the trade fronts. You know, potentially signing Wes Matthews. Probably were four or five years too late, but hey, um, anything's better than nothing. And we got a second round pick. So cool stuff. Um, we'll see what the rest of the season holds. No, Bud Light does not taste like piss. Um, if anything, it would probably be Coors Light that was the piss taster. Uh, I'm okay with Bud Light. I prefer a nice craft beer, but uh, Budweiser or Bud Light, if I'm down to get down with some crappy beer, yeah, I can do that. Um, best recipe, there's there's so many. Uh, probably would have to be my adobo chicken. Um, I love adobo. I'm Puerto Rican, so, you know, I smother everything with adobo, so... Um, I can bake it. I can put it in the pan. Yeah, but um, I'll post it sometime in the future. I got a nice smothered chicken recipe coming out soon. I'm trying to get some uh, representation with Quinn Buckner and, and Miles, you know, all about that smothered chicken action. So uh, talk to you guys soon. Go Pacers. First off, shout out there to Comics Dude, a uh, fan favorite there. and really enjoy when he calls in. Uh, but I'm going to come at Comics Dude. Oh. Uh, not for, you know, actually, thanks for the recipe. I can't wait until we receive that. But Comics Dude, the fact that you came at Coors Light like that, that, that breaks my heart. I'm a, I'm a Coors Light guy. Yes, it does taste like piss like all the other major th- major beer, uh, you know, distributors taste like. You, you refer to you like craft beer, which, you know, I'm a fan as well. Uh, but Coors Light's my go-to. Uh Bud Light, we call it Piss Light in, in my group, and the fact that you said that you know Coors Light is the pissiest of them all, it it pissed literally pissed me off. It pissed me off. I'm not very happy with you right now, comics dude. So uh, that's really all I got to say to him right now. Yeah, shout out to him though. He does say he does say that he's a craft beer guy. I think we are both kind of beer snobs now. Um, so I, I like that about him. Uh, I don't think Wes Matthews is four years too late. I mean, I he's perfect for the team now. He's perfect for what we want. We would not have signed. We would not have gone after Wes Matthews four years ago because it would have been way too expensive. So this is a perfect time. Um, I think we're all happy. Love comics, dude. I do want to have. I have some breaking news. There's actually just been another trade. And and apparently uh the all-star lebron trades russell westbrook to team giannis for ben simmons yes so that's a huge deal russell westbrook traded for ben simmons thoughts who cares (laughs) last uh caller question in and i can't wait for this one jeremy w miller boys it's jeremy w miller i'm glad the trade deadline's over i'm glad that we still got holiday uh 
Don't really know too much about this Matthews guy, but he played out there in Portland with Nate, so I'm sure Nate had as much to do with anything uh, bringing him in. So if it turns into a shit show, we can blame that on Nate. A little disappointed that Tyreek's still on the team, but all in all, I'm happy that we didn't do anything knee-jerk like sign Conley's old ass. Hell, there were stupid people out there saying we ought to trade Sabonis. Can't believe people are that stupid. None of the other trades really interested me in the NBA. I don't think anybody did anything that was spectacular. You saw us going to Toronto. He's old. Uh, Philadelphia. I forget who they picked up. If I forget who it is, then don't impress me too much. But uh, Bud Light does taste like piss. I drink Miller Lite. It's a corn-based beer as a farmer. I want everybody to drink corn-based beers. Uh, that's about it, boys. Talk to you later. Bye. Love the call from Dub. Um, we'll start off with the basketball portion of it, I think. Uh, Actually, let me cut you oh, off there. Okay. Is there That's a bigger great. rivalry in sports? You can continue your point after this, but answer this question. Is there a bigger rivalry in sports than Jeremy W. Miller and Tyreek Evans? No. And that's what I was just getting ready to say. I mean, he would he would literally trade Tyreek Evans for <coughs> used toilet paper. Absolutely. He would use toilet paper, and he would be smiling about the trade, which I actually don't blame him at this point because I think we're all over Tyreek, but uh, it is what it is. Um, I think he had some good points on uh, the Miller Lite, Bud Light. I prefer Bud Light over, I think I just said Miller, uh, Bud Light over Coors Light, but now that J-Dub said that, you know, it's corn-based beer. He's changing your mind time. there. Big time. So I always want to support the farmers any way I possibly can. So, uh, But, no, seriously, Jeremy, um, he mentioned Mike Conley, his old decrepit ass. Uh, as he referred to as him. As he referred to him as. I would have taken Conley. I don't love the contract. But now I've just talked myself into Drew Holiday so much. I, I think we all have. I can't. I can't. I want to hear it. what Jeremy has to say yeah, about that. That's the next call. Jeremy, next call. I want to hear what you think on Drew Holiday. A stud defender, a good point guard. He'd be perfect for Victor Oladipo. Me like you do the cha-cha. All right, that's going to wrap up the trade deadline special of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. We are planning on taking next week off. uh, And we'll return after the All-Star break. So, uh, you know, we got few games here to finish out before the All-Star break. Hopefully the Pacers can win them all, including this one right now against the Clippers. And we will see you guys after the break. And as always... Stay born ready. Peace. Love, Hawk. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.